illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here we'll tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heiner Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heiner Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host and the big bald guy behind the grill, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me as always from Twin Pines Vineyards and Airbnb, the director of thermodynamic lipid immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beach. Beach, how are you doing tonight? You know, uh, doing pretty good, Billy. I, I woke up this morning and I had to, uh, well, I chose to plant some grapes. I don't know if I told you, but my neighbor like nuked about, uh, I don't know, probably 60 or 70 of my grapevines with how? some crossbow. What? What the hell? <laughs> he, uh, he was trying to spray his, uh, his blackberries and and uh even though he kind of denied that he did it i'm like well you sprayed your blackberries like 10 feet from my vines and now all my vines are dead yeah so yeah so anyway so i'm up there this i get up this morning i'm out there about 8 30 digging holes putting in new new vines and uh and i'm sitting there and it's, it's a sunny day nice breeze going through cold crisp this morning and my oregon state beaver flag is still flying over my house nice and it's a beautiful sight. And I'm debating when do I want to take that down? Oh, I don't know. You know, because normally I put the American flag up, you know, but I put this up, you know, I think it was like a week or maybe two weeks before Civil War. And I just don't have a desire to take that down just yet. Can you fly two flags on that flagpole? I probably can. I, I need to uh, change up the, the, the rope configuration so it could take a couple. Yeah, because a lot of those things you can usually fly two. Yeah. And then you fly the American flag on top and then whatever you want on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So. And you could fly a state of Oregon flag, but I would say F that and fly the beaver flag. Absolutely. Yeah. Why would I want to celebrate <clears> a <throat> state that just takes my money? Uh, and gives you nothing in return. Gives me nothing in return. Except pounding you in the butt. Tells me that they're going to stop the homeless problem by taking more of my money. And, and, and the homeless problem gets homeless bigger. Problem. Yep. All right. 
Well, I just want to thank everyone for listening to, to Illegal Participation. This is show number 192, Beej. 192. You know, that means we're going to we're gonna break 200 this year, won't we? Uh, possibly. You know, we're actually putting out, this is our second show after football season. We're going to get two out in the month of, July, of January. My goal was to get the, out two a month. Yeah, because so, we, did, we did the recap of, uh, of the bowl season. Uh-huh. Yep. And then, uh, but then I was gone to Florida. And last mm-hmm. week we talked about it, but then we both kind of forgot. So we're like, and we actually had something that happened this week that we need to do a show. What happened this week, Billy? Well, when we get there, we'll talk about it. Okay. okay. I always feel so blindsided during this podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> I want to remind everyone the purpose of illegal participation is for us to talk beaver sports, tailgate, and anything else we find interesting every week. And just generally screw around and have some fun. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most other podcatchers. Any emails can be sent to us at HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at HeinrichTailgator. And also check out HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. All right, Beej, you ready to do some Beaver Sports News? Yeah, I, you know, I'm still just a little disappointed because I feel like I come in here every week and all I do is not know what the hell's going on and get made fun of. Well, but I guess, you know what, Billy, let's do this. That's kind of what you do, right? <laughs> I mean, do you know what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Exactly. I'm so lost. Exactly. <laughs> well, first up, Beach, a little bit of men's soccer news. Oregon State Athletics announced the hiring of Greg Dalby as their fifth head coach of the uh, men's soccer program. Is that the little, is that the little dude from uh... – Harry Potter? That, that's Doby. This okay. is Dalby, D-A-L-B-Y. Okay. Now, okay. He, he spent the last uh, five seasons as a member I of the get, Penn I should, I should, We should give him a sock. <laughs> he spent the last five seasons as a member of the Penn State staff, most recently as associate head coach. Now, during his tenure, Dalby helped the Nittany Lions earn a top 16 seed in the NCAA tournament three times and guided PSU to the Big Ten regular season and tournament titles in 2021. He's got big, big shoes to fill, though. Yeah, well, because they've been doing pretty well. They, you know, um, the last uh, head coach, and I'm blanking on his name, really built. Well, um, what? well because it's not fo- well, because it's not football. You really, don't yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to think of his. Well, he's from Philomath. Uh, his brother played in the NFL. But I mean, he really built that program into something big the last four or five years. Absolutely. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see what Dolby can do. Mm-hmm. All right, Beach. Next up, a little bit of gymnastics news. What's going on with the girls in gymnastics, Billy? Well, Beach, on Sunday, the number 16 Oregon State gymnastics team uh, took on UCLA at Poly Pavilion. Where's, in, where's Poly Pavilion? That's on the UCLA campus. Okay. On Sunday afternoon. Did they get shot? No, they did not get shot. Okay, just checking. But you're going to love this. It was the Pac-12 opener for both teams, and guess what, Beach? They freaking tied. It ended in a 197.275 deadlock. I swear to God. Now, that was the highest score on the road this season for the Bees, and the highest score in program history competing at UCLA. Sophomores, but they died, but they, they don't, they don't go to a playoff. No sudden death. Well, but you also got to remember too, this is a little different. I mean, how do you do sudden death in gymnastics beach? 
put two gymnasts on the on the balance Dude. beam and give them both pugil sticks and see who knocks over first. <laughs> It's like American Gladiators up there. That's a should be totally. Yeah. There we'd have a sport. I know. Uh, Beaver sophomore Jade Carey took home the all around with a thirty nine point. Hold on, thirty nine point seven seven five across the four events, and she now has sixty individual event titles and thirteen all around titles. What what was the what was the it was like Blaze? Wasn't there like Blaze Zap and Valkyrie? Valkyrie was there a Valkyrie? Zap. Zap was the short one with the big muscles. Uh, there was Blaze. There was Lace. Lace always kind of looked like a whore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss American Gladiators. Uh, there was, and for the dudes, there was Turbo. There Nitro. Were, Nitro. There was Malibu. He always sucked. Yeah. He was, he was the kind of blonde dude with the wavy hair. He, 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 he was sucked. A pretty boy. Yeah, he always got sucked. his ass kicked. Yeah, he did. Uh, there was Gemini. I can't believe you remember these names. Dude, I watched that every Friday night when I was in high school. It was fun. I'd get, I'd get home from playing a football game and just be jacked up and couldn't go to sleep, and I'd watch American Gladiators on TV. You know, amazing that that didn't get more prime time. Oh, I love that show. Kind of, you know, kind of to me it evolved into uh, what's the what's the one that they do with the obstacle courses? Uh, oh, that was the Eliminator? Well, no. So, but what's the one they do now with the obstacle courses where they have to run through? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of it. They oh, got the two American, doofus. Nin- American Ninja? No, not American Ninja. It's one of the two doofuses that look, oh, that, that's going to hurt tomorrow there, Bob. You know? Oh, that was, of... that's the one that's based on that Japanese game show. Uh, what was it called? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Well, but yeah. What's that's not, I think what's of... that called? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, they do the different events and they eliminate people as they go till the end. Yeah. 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 So reminds me of, uh, Kevin, uh, Jason Bateman in, uh, in uh, dodgeball. Yeah. It's not going to be able to see with that on there. Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Beach. Uh, the gymnastics team next will take on Washington at Gill Coliseum at 1 PM this Friday, February 4th. Well, let's hope it doesn't end in a tie. All right. Next up beads wrestling. Okay. Now, in its return to Guild Coliseum following a pair of road tilts and a bye week, the 28th-ranked Oregon State wrestling team dominated Cal State Bakersfield 43-4 to on Sunday afternoon. Now, after dropping the opening match at 149 pounds, it was all beeves from there en route to their third straight win. Uh, 21st-ranked Matthew Olguin took a win by forfeit. 9th-ranked Trey Munoz was working early and often on his way to a 19th to three technical fall. Number 13, Brandon Kaler fought off Eddie Flores in a closely contested bout at 125. Number 25, Cleveland Belton sealed uh, the uh, whole meet with a massive win. Now, the win gave the Beavs their second consecutive win in the Pac-12 home opener under Pendleton, as well as their third three-match winning streak in two seasons. The six and five Beavs 2-0 2-0 in the Pac-12, uh, will next take on Arizona State this coming Sunday at Gill at 7 p.m. And that beach will be broadcast on the Pac-12 networks. They're doing pretty good, at least in the Pac. Yeah. They, it, well, and the thing, too, is there's not a lot of weak sisters in wrestling because not a lot of programs have wrestling anymore. So the ones that do have it are all good. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's pretty good. So... 
All right, Beach, let's talk a little bit of women's basketball. Ooh, I always love women's basketball, Billy. Well, Beach, on Friday night, the Lady Beavs battled number three Stanford to the brink, but came up short in a 60-63 to loss. Sucks. Then uh, on Sunday, they traveled across the bay to Berkeley. And again, the Beavs put themselves in a position to split the Bay Area road trip. But a late Cal run pushed the Golden Bears past the Beavs in a 64-62 to defeat. Now oh, for the, dang it. Now, for the Beavs, Ben Duyaney was once again a strong source of offense for OSU with a team-high 16 points along with two steals defensively. Talia von Olhoffen also scored in double figures with 12 points while dishing six assists, grabbing six rebounds, and blocking two shots. Up next, the 11-10 overall, 2-8 and eight in the Pac-12 Beavs return home to battle number nine, Utah. OSU battles the Utes at 6 p.m. with the game televised on the Pac-12 networks. I'm, I'm just, you know, we're at two and eight, and we're, we're just losing. We're not getting dominated, but we just can't win. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's tough. I mean, they've there's a lot of games they've just dropped by, especially like Stanford. I mean, they had them. They were all over them, and then Stanford squeaked by. Same with Cal here. So it's just are, are we um, are we a younger team? Yeah, and they just I, – I don't see a lot of the chemistry we've seen in the past. And that end, they don't have the consistent outside shooting we've seen from them in the past. Oh, okay. So if they could knock down some of those outside shots more consistently, it would really help them out. And speaking of inconsistency, let's move on to a little bit of men's basketball. <laughs> Okay, Billy, how are they doing? Well, after playing horribly in a 63-44 to loss to Utah on Thursday at Gill, the Beavs attempted to regroup. The men battled its way to a 60-52 to win over Colorado Saturday evening at Gill. Jordan Pope exploded in the second half, scoring 17 points in the final 20 minutes to finish with 19 on 7-for-15 shooting from the floor, 5-for-10 from three-point range. Glenn Taylor Jr. tallied 14 points to go with a career-high 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and no turnovers. Rodriguez Gandela went a perfect 3-for-3 three three from the floor to put up 6 points, while Michael Rattage had 5 points and 6 rebounds. Now, Colorado got within 4 with 46 seconds on the clock, but the P, the Beavs held on from there to take the win by 8. Now, the 9-13 and 13 overall, 3-8 and eight in the Pac-12 Beavs will hit the road next week, to take on Arizona State on Thursday and Arizona on Saturday. All right. And they're just inconsistent. And sometimes when they're bad, they are no fun to watch. It's really? almost painful. For me, it's almost painful. It's mm. like, oh, what is this? So. Mm. But we have a couple more here. First up, softball. Mm. The Oregon State. Uh, Women's softball team off a women's college world series appearance last season will open up the 2023 with a pair of rankings in the polls. Beach so- softball America picked coach Laura Berg's squad as the 24th while USA softball t- tabbed Oregon state as 25. Now the bees will open the 2023 season with the LSU invitational from February 10th, to 12th, where they will face LSU New Mexico, and Nickel State from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The the Beavs will host its first home series, a three-game conference set with California, 
from March 17th to 19th. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. See how they do this year. Yeah. I mean, how, they, far they, they, how far did they get in the World Series last year? Um, I, I can't remember if they won one game and lost two. They were eliminated pretty early. They, they were eliminated early, yeah. Yeah. But they still made it to the dance. Yeah, and they were not expected to do that well, especially coming out of the Pac-12, because that is a freaking meat grinder. Mm-hmm. All right, Beach, we also got a little bit of baseball news. I was going to say we're getting close to baseball, too, since softball's right there. So uh, what's going on with well, baseball? Well, Beach, the Beavs will open the 2023 season ranked number 18 by Baseball America. That publication announced last Monday. The ranking is the second of the preseason for the Beavs who were also ranked 23rd by the perfect game. Hmm. Now it's the second straight year. The bees have been ranked to open the season by baseball America following a number 11 ranking last season. Now last season, the bees also ended the season ranked number 11th after finishing the year with 48 victories. Uh, do, do you know uh, how the other teams in the pac 12 ranked? I didn't look. I only looked at what the bees were ranked. Okay. Now, BG, we are only a couple of weeks away from the season opener on Friday, February 17th from Surprise, Arizona against New Mexico at 11 a.m. So that Friday, mm. if people are you know wanting to listen, the Bees will be playing at 11 a.m. And Mom and Dad will be down there. Yep, Mom and Dad. Well, Mom and Dad are down there. They'll be at the games, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So... Wonder it probably stays not too hot uh, this early in uh, Arizona at eleven o'clock. Oh yeah, no, it's I think it's kind of been kind of chilly down there. Yeah, yeah. So it should okay. be better. Should be better next month. Hey, hey Billy. Yeah, Billy. You hear that? Yeah. I do. <laughs> All right, hold on here. Hold on. Billy. Yes, B. This just in. Nothing of any consequence has occurred in Eugene over the last three months. <laughs> the last significant event would have been the absolute defeat of the UFO football team to the Beavs <laughs> of, of OSU at the rivalry game formerly known as Civil War at Research Stadium in November, causing the citizens of Eugene and the UFO student body to lose their shit. <laughs> this has been your update from Eugene. Yeah. There you go. Short and yeah. sweet to the point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, you know, the, the memories of November will last at least 12 months. Oh, dude, I've, I've, I've watched highlights of that game so many times. It's just great. It's great. So good. All right. So. Well, we have no uh, games to review right now. So let's move right into the Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? Sure do. <laughs> Jackass of the week award. Every week, like discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worst of sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And this one, Beach, is just dumb. Ooh, what is is what what is this one? Is it pro? Is it college? It's what is college. It? It's college. Okay. Well, Beach, former Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett who led the Bulldogs to their second straight college football playoff national championship earlier this month, was arrested on misdemeanor public intoxication charges in Dallas on Sunday morning. In a statement to ESPN, Dallas Police Department spokesman said officers responded to a report of a man banging on doors in Dallas at 7.10 a.m. Sunday morning. 
Maybe he just needed a ride to church. The police statement, yeah. The police statement says, quote, the preliminary investigation found when officers arrived, they located the man, Stetson Bennett, 25, and determined he was intoxicated. Bennett was taken into custody, transported to the city detention center, and charged with public intoxication. Now, Bennett left the detention center Sunday morning, but he could not be reached for comment. Now, Bennett, who started his college career as a walk-on, was a Heisman Trophy finalist this past season, after leading the Bulldogs to a 15-0 record and an SEC championship. He passed for 4,127 yards with 27 touchdowns and 7 interceptions while rushing for another 10 scores. Now, Bennett was named the offensive MVP in both of Georgia's victories in the college football playoff. A 42-41 comeback win against Ohio State in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and a 65-7 rout of TCU in the national championship game. And Beach, I just think this is dumb. Like, dude, first of all, you're 25. You kind of should have this figured out by now. You're not 21. You're not 22. You're mm-hmm. 25. It was 7 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. What are you doing? That is a little uh, a little and, late. And a little early to be drunk or a little late to be drunk. Exactly. Way, it's not a good time. And do you want to get drafted? Apparently not if you got an alcohol problem. Exactly. How many teams are going to go, you know what? We're just going to kind of pass on this one. What do you think? What do you think that just lowered his uh, value down? To? Oh, quite a bit, quite a bit. It's going to push it way down because now they're just looking at you. Well, you do this here. What else are you going to do? What are you going to do mm-hmm. when you got a big old pocket full of cash? Well, you you know you, you and, and you're 25. You're not 21 or 22. Yeah. You look know the look what the liability is. You know exactly for these, uh, for these teams when they when they hire you. Yeah. You know. Any any more? Yeah. Especially because yeah, you've got their name on, you've got their name on your back, right? Whoever drafts well, and you, you got a tw- and, and you got a twenty-four hour sports news cycle yep. that they're constantly making mountains out of molehills. So you know you you get a uh, you uh, get into an altercation yelling at a waiter, and they they make news on it anymore. Yep. It also kind of reminds me of Stephen Jackson when he was a beeve. Mm-hmm. He got popped when he was underage trying to get into the peacock. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And it made the papers. And I just remember thinking, dude, what are you doing? Everybody knows who you are, right? You're this, you know, huge yeah. hulking Steven, of a dude with, at the time, dreadlocks. And it's like, dude, you don't think they're going to you're, – you're on the TV all the time. You don't think they're not going to recognize you? Everybody knows you're not 21. Like, what are you doing? And this, I'm like, dude, you're Stetson Bennett. You don't think everybody in there in Dallas knows who you are? Like, what are you doing? And then part of me also thought was, I'm surprised they didn't go, oh, dude. Stetson Bennett, you know what? Just get in the car. We're going to take you home. Go to bed. Well, But then no, I thought, wait a in, minute. That's what they do in Eugene. Well, or they might have done that in Georgia. Yeah, but he wasn't yeah. in Georgia. He was in, exactly, he was in Texas. Exactly. Yeah, and they're like, screw you, dude. We're taking you in. So, anyways, I just found it funny. found it funny, just dumb. So, Stetson Bennett, uh, you yeah. get this week's. <laughs> Jackass of the week. What were you going to say? Just, oh, just just uh, amazing me. I, I, again, it always amazes me because if, if you're you're a top candidate for for being drafted like that, you're talking millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is keep your nose clean. You know, keep, keep your nose clean, stay out of trouble for for while you're in college and up until the point you get drafted. Don't get injured, and you you're you're going to be set for life, depending on what you do with your money. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so many guys fail. 
And it's sad. Yeah, it's just dumb. Yeah. All right, Beach, as we're moving right along through this show, it is time for our musical interlude of the week, and it's your pick. Billy, I didn't pick anything. You told me I didn't need to pick. <laughs> no, I didn't tell you you didn't need to, but I figured you didn't, so I picked. <laughs> so this okay. song, Beach, uh-huh. was a major hit for the band The Tramps. Okay. T-R-A-M-M-P-S. Reached okay. number one on Billboard's Dance Club songs in 1977. Are we still on our fire theme? Yes, we are. Just checking. The title is believed to be inspired by the 1974 award-winning action film, The Towering Inferno. Ooh. Now, combined with the disco craze, this song found further success after being included on the Saturday Night Live, or Saturday Night Fever's film soundtrack. It has since gone on to be covered by the likes of Tina Turner and Cyndi Lauper. Mm. And with that beach, here's the tramps with Disco Inferno.
understand what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about burning down a building. Coming from the soul, just can't stop. So
And I wanted to play that song, Beach, because it's on that new Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot in Disney World. I was going to say, I thought they used that one for, for that. Yep, it's on so, there. I haven't cool. gotten that one yet. No, I haven't either. When when Jess and I were down there, I rode uh, Guardians once, and I did get a different song. I got, uh, oh, what was the song I got? It's the one that you said was just. Tears for Fears? No, no, no. You the said. It, no, no, no. You said, it's just like, uh, everything's great. Yeah, you said when you got off, it's just like, everything's great. Like, oh, yeah, no worries. Oh, Jess just sent it to me. September by Earth, Wind & Fire. Oh, yeah, that one's September by Earth, Wind & Fire is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, uh, that one goes well. I think there's one by Blondie, isn't there? Yeah, one way or another. I got We got that. But boys and I got that one twice. That one doesn't do much for me. It was but, okay. But uh, my, my favorite one, and and honestly, when I wrote it, I, I, and I think I told you this, it was the closest. I mean, if I, if God would have taken me right then and there, riding that roller coaster, I was ready to go. I was, it was the closest to heaven I've ever been. What was it? Uh, everybody wants to rule the world. By really? Tears for Fears. Okay. So yeah. I'm, and, I'm... And, and what's funny is I don't even like Tears for Fears that much. Yeah. I mean, I just remember them being around in the early eighties when I was a kid, I was probably what, eight or nine years old when they had their, their big hits. 1985. And, yeah. So it would have been 10. 1985. Didn't really Summer, yeah. we went to Disneyland. That summer, Goonies came out. Uh-huh. That summer, Back to the Future came out. Mm-hmm. We went to Disneyland, and we came home. Everybody was listening to Tears for Fears and Depeche Mode. People mm-hmm. are people. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was seminal in my development. I just remember my, my best friend at the time, Jason Burke, had a had a Levi jean jacket and it had in a Sharpie on the back Tears for Fears written on it. <laughs> That's funny. Because his, his well, his parents let him fly to a concert. I still don't know how By he himself? got to that. Yeah, something like that. He was like ten. Yeah, I thought he was the coolest kid in the world because he he uh, he got to fly out to go to a concert and see Tears for Fears. Wow. Even though I still didn't like Tears for Fears. I like but Tears for Fears that, now. That song fits so well when you're flying through space and around the the planets and the moon and so yeah, yeah awesome. so I, I forgot we got we got um, Blondie twice one way or another mm-hmm. and we got we did get the Tramps Disco Inferno twice so I've heard those okay. two and I've heard September so I'm oh, still okay. waiting on the other ones all right so anyways so that's all we had to listen to all right Beach now. Oh, and, and in case our audience doesn't know, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, at Epcot Center is, I believe it is the longest indoor roller coaster in the world, is it not? Correct. Yeah, fantastic roller coaster. And so, the best not, family, family, sty- family style ride, uh, no inversions, yeah. uh, but some nice nice maneuvers, and it pivots while you're riding on the, on the, on the track. Exactly. So, so the, the so roller coaster is always going forward, but you're, the car's pivot as, the as they're going yeah. and, and they're not free roaming pivots they're program pivots so, so as you're exactly. going as you're going by set pieces you'll be turning and facing them and like the the uh, launch is actually backwards so mm-hmm. as the as the train moves up to, to the launch point your the cars all pivot backwards to be looking backwards and it's sh- so you shoot backwards and as you're going you pivot so you're going forwards again anyways it's great it's great. It, I, the way, basically, the way I would explain it is, if they built Space Mountain today, that's what it would be like. 
Oh, absolutely. So hopefully, uh, I'm going to be going down to Florida in about uh, about a little less than two weeks. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll be finding I'll be finding out tomorrow morning if I'm going to be writing uh, on a cast member preview on Tron. Oh, really? Uh, your yeah. your hookups are looking to get in. Yes. Yeah. And we'll find it out tonight when they're going to be able to reserve it. They, they called me up and said, Hey, what day works best? I'm like, and you know me, Billy, I don't know what the hell's going on. So I'm like, whatever day works, I don't care. Yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm from here. I'm here from here to here. Anytime in there works best. <laughs> exactly. I'm wide freaking open. Yeah. If we have to adjust a, a, a dinner reservation or a park reservation, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. So, well, good. so anyway, we'll see how that goes. Um, all right, Beach. Well, now we are here for the reason why we are actually recording this episode. Why are we doing this? The 2023 Oregon State football schedule was released. Ooh. So, you do you know what the schedule is, Beach? I don't have a clue, Billy. All right. Just show up. All right. We're going <laughs> to go about and talk about it. All right, Beach. So, the 2023 schedule. So, the Beavs will start out on the road. Okay. Saturday, September 2nd at San Jose State. I'm writing. I hear I hear I hear the I hear the pen writing stuff down. Yep, I got a Sharpie. Next up, Beach. The Beavs will have their home opener in the newly remodeled and rebuilt Reeser Stadium Saturday, September 9th against UC Davis. The Aggies. The most expensive freaking game that'll ever be played. You know, what they didn't they raise the price of tickets up dramatically? Yeah, it's gotten pretty expensive. Yeah. All right, next up, Beach. Another home game, Saturday, September 16th. San Diego State. Is that? Uh, That's at Reeser. Uh, okay. Next week, Saturday, September 23rd at. Martin Stadium against Washington State University. Okay. And then rounding out September, so five games in September, Friday, September 29th, they are home against Utah. Okay. The week after that, Saturday, October 7th at Cal Berkeley. Then the Beavs return home Saturday, October 14th for the final time in the Pac-12 UCLA. You know who that means? A bitch. That means bitch tits will be in the building. Yep. Well, what should we theme for that meal? Well, I don't know. That's what we're going to talk about after this. <laughs> Then they have the okay. Beavs have the next week off, which is pretty good. So they have two, four, five, six, seven games, and then a bye week. So that's pretty good. So you know, I was thinking maybe we shouldn't call it a bye week anymore because that would be offensive to people. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, so the next up game, Saturday, October 28th at Arizona. Hold on, 1028 at Arizona? Correct. Okay. November 4th at Colorado. I still hate you, Kyle. Okay. Then they return home Saturday, November 11th to take on Leland Stanford Junior University. 
garlic fries. And then to and finish sausage fest. Sausage fest. And then to finish off the home schedule, Saturday, November eighteenth. Them damn dogs of the University of Washington. And that's at home. That's at home. And then finally, Beach, the rivalry game, formerly known as Civil War, Friday, Friday, November twenty fourth, at Thomas Otson Stadium. Thomas J. Otson, University of Oregon. All right. Wasn't, so that's wasn't the there one game that wasn't there one game that was on a Friday? Yeah, Utah. Oh, Utah. I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. And okay. and Oregon. Yeah. Sorry, I was I, New Oregon. I was just thinking. Yeah. We didn't play them on a Friday though this year. We had it on a Saturday. Correct. Oh, okay. It's been on Fridays. The last number of uh, rivalry game, formerly known as Civil Wars, down in Spugene have been on Fridays. Yeah, I wonder why they do that down there. Not quite sure. Not quite sure. It's just the way it's <laughs> kind of worked out. But anyways, all right. So, knowing that, I'm not going to worry. We're not going to do like a pocket schedule and figure out what the Beavs are going to win, what they're going to lose, where we look, because there's too much to happen between now and then. But mm-hmm. right now, Beach, we're going to do a preliminary tailgate menu. The reason why we're doing this is because the other day, Jess was looking at the schedule, putting it in her phone. Mm-hmm. Of course this she was. Is, this is what a a college football tailgating widow she is come the fall. She was putting it in her phone, and she was like going, oh, I know what you're going to cook here. Oh, I know what you're going to cook there. And I, I turned and looked at her and I go, what? Now you're making up my menus for me? She goes, well, I just know what you're going to do. So. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six home games. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them we know, right? So Saturday, November 11th, Stanford, it'll be Sausage Fest. Mm-hmm. You want to do Sausage Fest and Garlic Fries? I think so. Okay, that's a good one. Also, the week after that, Saturday, November 18th, Washington. You know what that means? Cheesesteak. Cheesesteaks. Cheesesteaks and maybe um, some Ivers chowder. Mm-hmm. I always like doing that. Ivers Bring from up down. there in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, because they actually serve that in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, and I always like doing that. Well, it's just good too for that kind of late in the year. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nice and warm. Get the soup going. All right, so we got those two done. Look at that. Bam, done. Third of the season taken care of. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. We also do cheesesteaks one other game. Mm-hmm. And my proposal, and this was actually just said it, UC Davis the first game of the season. I think so too. Because uh, UC Davis is the Aggies. They started out as um, Berkeley's farm. Mm-hmm. So I would think that Beef, cheesesteaks, per- perfect thing to do there. And that way we'll, Sounds good to we'll, me. we'll book out, book in the uh, the season with cheesesteaks. Sound good? Okay. Sounds good. All right. So that leaves us with three games in the middle. Look, half the season. Boom. Done. Okay. I like these command decisions. Gah. Right there. That's man <laughs> brain working right there. All right. San Diego State. What's San Diego known for? Okay. I had a, I had a thought about this. Okay. What if we did... Fish tacos. 
I like this idea. You like fish tacos? And we don't just have to do fish tacos. We can do fish tacos, but we can also have um, like uh, carne asada and chicken also too. Okay. So, well, uh, How about some shrimp too? Well, yeah, or we could do that. But um, I'm thinking uh, fish tacos. So like you could be um, uh, deep frying like some, some oh, fish. Oh, remember when we did that, that halibut that we did that one time? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So fish. Ooh, that was good. So fish and shrimp tacos. Think you can find that halibut again? Um, I can try. Those halibut bites. Yeah, I can. I I think I can find that. So that way we get uh, fresh tacos, and, shrimp tacos, and then you know what would also be easy for me to then do? Maybe some some slaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'd have some slaw and okay. cilantro, onions, pico, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I'd also uh-huh. get some like pulled pork or something. So people okay. that don't do um, people that don't do uh, fish. Fish, yeah. Because I know there's okay. some people that don't. So and then pulled pork is is easy for me to do ahead of time and warm it up on the Traeger. I like this. Sound like sounding good? Because I I think people would like the I think people would like the fish. I, I do too, and yeah. I love I love I mean, a I'm, good fish I'm, taco. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fish taco fan, but the the idea of this out there sounds sounds good. Yeah, some fresh limes, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay, look at that. Boom! Two thirds of the season done. Done. Okay. So next up, the last game. Now, remember, this is a Friday night game. I know this is this is tough. Exactly. So you yeah, we might be we might we might have a, a tight audience too. Exactly. So Friday night, Utah. You need something grab and go. I agree. Because the window is going to be small. I agree. Because you're probably now, what 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 times the game you just turn seven. It's probably going to be yeah, not super late. Which which means we're going to shut down by six, which means that we're going to be cooking from what four to four to six, probably. But but a majority of the audience is going to come right there at five to six. Yeah. If we're lucky. Yeah. So what are you thinking? I don't know. There's a couple different ways to go. Now, what do normally we like to like make um, the uh, the funeral potatoes. Funeral potatoes, but I just don't know if we're going to have the time for that. Um, because well, not unless we like pre-cooked them before we got out there. We, I don't like doing that. Because we could see this is the tough one because we got Utah and UCLA, and I'm always at a loss for what to do for UCLA. Hmm. What else? What else is Utah known for other than Jello? That's the other thing. Uh, ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, they have more ice cream stores per capita. Than any other state in the nation. Hmm. We we could also play off something off there, what the state uh, is known for. Do you know what Utah is? Uh, Utah is the uh, uh, is that it's not the Idaho is the gem state, right? Correct. Okay, Utah is the. Uh, I don't know what Utah is. I should know what Utah is. The Beehive State. Oh, there we go. So do something with honey? I, I don't know. Hmm. It's always a thought. Well, let, let's... Okay, so... Hmm. We might have to ruminate on that one a little bit. Well, we could do something with baby goats. <laughs> <laughs> you and your baby goats! <laughs> 
<laughs> you know well, the only not... one. You know the only one that's laughing about that right now. Kyle is freaking Kyle. How about you know? So so um, so uh, Utah's known for. I mean the the. So, you know that one time we did that um, that fry bread. Remember when we did the elephant ear kind of thing? Oh yeah. We deep fried the we deep fried the things. Um. I got an idea. Um, what are those? Um, and, and now I'm going way off the way off the the things. Um, what do they call those me- uh, Mexican sandwich? Um, a torta. A torta. So I'm just throwing out an idea here. So and the only reason I'm doing it is because you know I'm one of the board of directors for the mall. Okay. And Aloha. And uh, a space just opened up and a guy is uh, looking at renting it. And he was doing them. We were just talking about this over the weekend because I met with mom for a birthday party. And they were talking. They're like, yeah, he's going to put in a Mexican deli. And I'm like, what the hell is a Mexican deli? I'm like, you know, isn't I I didn't know Mexicans had delis. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it just tacos? And they're like, I'm like, the only thing I can think of is a torta. And they're like, yeah, kind of like tortas. Okay. And what it is, and what it is, is it's, it's all about the bread. Yeah. Um, is, is what they focus on, but they can still make it like a sandwich. What if we just had kind of a make your own sandwich with something like that? Eh, is that, maybe. Is that I'm, too stupid? Eh, yeah. I'm not big on that. I like something warm. Okay. Okay, I'm just throwing out there. Yeah, we, well, let's let's ruminate on Utah and also on UCLA. I'm always kind of the other thing. The only one thing we do with UCLA is do a uh, dirty street dog. Yeah, you know, because they you go outside yeah. of like USC or or UCLA and they got the hot dog vendors with the bacon. Yeah, the only dogs. tough thing. The only tough thing is we were backing up right up to Sausage Fest, even though we are a few weeks between the two. It's like a month. So, yeah, yeah. But anyways, let's, let's do rum- some research on that. Let's let's yeah. ruminate on those two. But uh, those. We, we at least we got the first, we got the first two games done. Yeah, we got the first three games done, don't we? Uh, no, because third game is Utah. Okay, so we got two done. We got the, we got we got it. We got a book ended. We just got, need the middle. We need the the, the Oreo f- to our the the white stuff to our Oreo cookies. Got to get that filled out. So, anyways, yeah, I thought we need to talk about that. So okay, all right, Beach. Well, you got anything else to add? I don't. I'm. I'm. Uh, you know this. this uh, 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 you know. Oh, the one thing. Uh, when do the beefs have the first game up at uh, up here? Up here for what? Uh, for baseball. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, poop on a stick. I, it's not that far away. Um, because I was talking to Doug and he was saying. That it's actually let me I'm gonna look at the schedule. Mm-hmm. We are eight as we're recording eighteen days, twelve hours, and fifty four minutes away from the uh, first game in surprise. First game, yeah. Okay, so who is the full schedule? Okay, it's opening here. You gotta give me a second. Okay, let's see here. All right. So it looks like they have New Mexico, Minnesota, New Mexico, UC Santa Barbara in surprise. 
And then, holy smokes, February 24th, Friday, Coppin State at Goss Stadium. So we're less, than a, game on set. we're less than a month away from, yeah, it's a three-game series with Coppin State, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 24th, 25th, 26th. So, yeah, because Doug was saying they only had one weekend in um, surprise this year, and then they're home against Coppin State. Wow. And then they're off to San Luis Obispo for Cal Poly. Mm. I, I'd like to tailgate for a game if we can this year. Well, I doubt we're going to be tailgating for Coppin State. A little bit cold, rainy, wet, snow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. So it looks like they open up at home against Washington State. And then Nevada. And at Stanford, hey, what? What if we just did burgers? That's always a possibility. For what? Baseball or uh, one of you, those? Well, for baseball, but I was just thinking for the Utah or the UCLA game. That's always a possibility. You know, we've never really done burgers like a burger bar. We've done. Um, we did sliders, but we haven't we done sliders, sliders and we did we did Juicy Lucy's once. Oh yeah, we did do Juicy Lucy's at one time. But shoot, how many years ago was that? Quite a while. Uh, yeah. 20, 2018, maybe. Yeah. Um, oh, here. So they, well, that's a midweek game. Oh, here we go. Oh, maybe we should look at doing this. April 15th, Saturday, home at Goss Stadium against USC. Absolutely. Those dirty, rotten traitors. Sons of bitches. Yeah. So, anyways, okay. that's something to look at. I like that. I like that. Okay. All right. Anything else to add, Beach, to interrupt the uh, closing of this thing? No, I got nothing. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 192 of Illegal Participation. Remember, comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question. HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. At HeinrichTailgator on Twitter. HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. Remember to listen, subscribe, leave a rating and review. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Heart Radio. Beach. Billy. It's been fun. Remember, we got to ruminate on those two, Utah and UCLA. Let's figure something out. And if anyone has a, a suggestion out there, send it in. Send it in to us. Yeah. But understand, I'm kind of a jerk and reject a lot of stuff. Beach knows. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> he, he doesn't like ideas at all. That <laughs> Every once in a while, they'll spark an idea. But uh, yeah. Anyways, my problem is like you'll suggest stuff, and I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to do that? Yep. But, but I'm the idea guy. But sometimes I come through. Sometimes I go, how am I supposed to do that? And then I think about it like, I think I can do that. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, until next time, here's a great big Go Beans.
recording. Nice. It actually worked. Nice. All right. Not like those other two lost episodes we have. Yeah. Do we only do it twice or three times? I don't remember. There's a number. Whatever it was, it was painful. At least two, but less than five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're you're raw dogging this. I am. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I just show up. I know. Oh, there's one thing I need to look up here. I'm out of control. See if they've updated this. I gotta move your head. Your head is right in the way. There we go. Oh shit. There we go. This is what I needed. Alright, that was good. Yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about this because the the schedule came out and we got to start setting up our menus. All right, Beach, a um, couple things. You know, you know for, for Sausage Fest, for Stanford, maybe we can do um, the, uh, the elephant ears. <laughs> we can always try that. Yeah. Where, where I use the Just dough. Cause, yeah, because we did that Indian fried bread. I mean, because I think the last time we did it was because of the Indian fried bread thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway. All right. Um, okay, Beach. Couple of things. Um, first off, I like beer. 